guys, welcome to today's episode and in today's episode we are going to discuss about career readiness and you're with me Becky and interestingly you're with me and Mary Ateneo from Egerton University and everyone say hi. Hi, hello guys. Hi, hello. So today we are going to talk about how to prepare for your career as soon as you're in school. My mentors and even the general knowledge out there is that in order for you to get this employee employment position, you have to really, really be competitive in your in your specific field. And so today that's what we are going to talk about. You being a student, is there anything you can do to ensure at least your odds are increased? And so to open this conversation, we are going to talk with Mary. Because I think Mary and I have the same kind of story where we got a, a, a job opportunity before we finished our schooling. So maybe you can tell us what do you think you did or rather how did you come to become part of Woven even before you graduated? Uh, for me, I would say it's um, have been attending um, leadership uh, forums whereby you go for a teaching or you go for a training whereby you're given a certificate also have volunteered several times with Light Up Hope whereby I volunteered with uh, Waterlink, a primary in Umoja 3. I volunteered working in the office. I used to clean the office while I was in school. So like uh, volunteering and again doing extra courses, doing if you're involved in like extra activities whereby you feel you're talented and you feel that that can boost your uh, education it's something that it's good for you if you have a certificate if you attach those certificates those mere certificates that you have you might get a chance even in a bigger office for example i've done a first aid i'm a first aider certified first aider in saint john ambulance i also did first aid with uh, red cross because i needed to know if this is what saint john does what does uh, red cross do so somehow it's boosting your career and your field whereby if you're a nurse if you're community developer community health public health if you have this certificate and you're certified then that boosts you more if you are you are applying for a job with someone who does not have this certificate so that even if your grade is not as good as the person who you are working with at least you have an experience with this I also volunteered with uh, as one ministries in Uganda so I was not being paid so I had to travel from Kenya to Uganda and then cater for my stay in Uganda although they provided the accommodation for me the only thing that I was doing it's food and transport and I presented almost the, all of those certificates then I got a chance even before I'm done with my course and I was accepted to uh, to work with uh, Light Up Hope. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, that's an interesting journey. Um, so for me personally, I think um, of, of course we could have addressed the question of is this the path that you wanted to take? And Anne, um, from what we've spoken with you in the past, I understand you really, really love what you're studying and this is where you want to have a career in. Maybe tell our listeners why you love agriculture and what you feel 
you'll make an impact in our community with your career before we go to the next segment. Um, yes, agriculture for me. Uh, for me, agriculture is one of the best courses one will study. And the main reason why I say that is that it is something we do practically each and every day, especially we who come from the countryside. It is something we were born and we saw our parents doing. We escorted them to the chambers. And when we look back at home at what our families are doing and everything that is happening, we, I have that desire to develop it, to make it better so that no, they, sh they should not just do it for the sake of earning food, but they should do it just even for the sake of earning some income. I think that is what I really aim at, that even as my parents struggle with that small piece of land, they should better it up so that it can improve their lives also. So with these skills that I acquire from my course, I am sure I'm able not to just help my parents only, but also farmers around so that they can improve what they have, especially what most of the people have nowadays back at home is a small piece of land. How about if we help them so that through that small piece of land, they might get income and also enough food to feed themselves. That is what has been backing me. Exciting for you to have found your passion quite young. Mimi, unfortunately, or rather fortunately, it has taken me an, okay, I don't want to say an awfully long time to find out what I want to do, but yeah, I wanted to be a lawyer, I did actuarial science, it didn't work out, I ended up in EconStat, oh, I'm going to get a degree in economics and statistics, but until I got this job is when I realized I'm actually really talented with management, with working with people. And I decided I want to be a project manager. And I think I was so happy. You know how when you finally find something you love, your heart just feels, ah, finally. And I think that's how I feel about project management. And even when I was applying for my master's, it was such an easy decision to make. It wasn't like how I was like, oh, actuarial science, how will, you know, it was such a, yeah, 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 this is what I want to do. And so, Mary, before you leave, because she has to leave, she has some <laughs> some school stuff she needs to take care of i think one question i would uh, you know i would ask you is you say that some of the things you did was you volunteered and of course there's this general you know assumptions by most of us that oh why would i uh, why would i volunteer and they are not paying me how will i get there do you think in the end because do you think it's worth it? Because right now, I don't imagine with the way the economy is, I would go spend, you know, eight hours somewhere I'm not being paid. So, yeah, what do you think? Uh, for me, I was prepared to volunteer since I wanted to have experience and to work under um, someone or an, a big organization whereby you're exposed to a lot of things. So, um during my volunteering when you had working and you're giving back to the community also the community will pay you in one way or another what the organization will see your effort despite the fact that they are not paying you but they will appreciate you in one way since you're putting more effort in what you're doing and sometimes you 
uh, most of organizations do not give back. They do not even uh, maybe appreciate you. But at the end of your volunteering, they can give you the job. That is one way of paying you. So when you're, you're going for volunteering, don't just go there because you want to get something back. Just go there and make sure you're giving it the best. You want to get experience. If you you are out of there and you present your certificate whereby maybe they have um, they have recommended you on what you are doing. If you are doing, you're giving it the best, they'll give you the best comments. And there, when you attach that letter to your CV, to your qualification, mark you, you will get a nice job in there in whatever you are applying for that job because already you are your recommendation uh, it's like they are selling you for that job it's only that you give it your best so um you can even volunteer even when you're in school whereby you volunteer a few hours like in waterlink i you do not in university you do not have five days uh school work so I, I used to go when I'm not in class, and it was on Thursdays. So on those Thursdays that I had no classes, I volunteered with Waterling. So I used to go to that primary school. I used to work with them on that day that I'm not in school. It's not a must, you say, because you know I'm in school. You're not in school 24-7. You're in school three or four days of the week so the fifth day you can choose to go to an write a letter apply to an organization that you're interested on or you're interested in your field whereby you submit to them and then tell them you know this day i'm free and i feel like each and every week i'll be coming the whole of this day in your organization to learn more about like you're volunteering with them they won't refuse because they want more people to come and help they will give you the the chance and when you're given the chance then utilize the chance so guys we are going to our next segment of the podcast and here we are going to discuss exactly what is career preparedness so in a technical definition of what career preparedness is it involves acquiring both the academic and practical skills required in specific fields that one is interested in um i think before in the past having a kcsc certificate was such a huge thing um i think my mom went up to form three and she really got a good job and this was back in the 70s but right now even with my degree i am I'm going to struggle a good one before i get a job and quickly even master's degrees it's now becoming who has three or more that is getting the jobs but that can that can definitely sound crippling and it's money and you know a lot of things but one thing i've actually realized employers are genuinely okay it's important that you do well in class because it means you you can commit to something you're able to put your efforts into something and you're of course responsible but that is really not what they look for when they <laughs> they go to look for someone I've seen people who had, you know, not very good academic grades becoming getting very high position. And of course my natural question was, why? What 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 is it that they did that these people with good grades did not do? And so you realize employers really want experience. Cuz let me tell you guys, 
what you learn in class <laughs> best i believe does not even constitute a third of what you become in the field because it means you have to have soft skills this includes how do you communicate how do you solve problems how do you come up with ideas are you the kind of person who is able to work under pressure are you able to you know to deal with different personalities because again easy class at you oh we do at so and so so you know sita 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 fanya group assignments now this is work you'll find your colleague is just pisses you off by existing but as a mature employee as someone who can work you are able to put aside those kind of personal preferences and work with people and so that is where readiness comes that's what employers are really really looking for a person who has soft skills right and um and what do you think is a soft skill I'm not so much of an English person uh-huh. but I think soft skills are those skills practical skills apart from the ones you acquire academically that enable you to communicate to associate with people and to learn how to move about at work Yes and what you find out is the way the world is changing you're totally right it's your communication skill your problem solving skills your negotiation skills those um are very important and one thing we need to be very aware is the rate at which ai is replacing humans at the workplace and the only thing ai cannot do is acquire soft skills because this is a machine right at the end of the day it can never be perfect at decoding human emotions and stuff like that because it's it's a machine so there is an article i was reading that was written i found it on alex right and so they were talking about how the future will be dependent on how you are able to adapt as a person to work with these AIs right but even before we get there because honestly i don't think like Kenya is going to become fully um you know fully dependent on AI in the next at least for as long as i'm working it won't be like <laughs> it's not like Japan they already there so in as much as i need to be ready it's not like happening now because we need the capital we need the infrastructure we need so many things but it's coming there i mean in 2020 we didn't know that kenya could you know co- conduct full online classes but it happened right and we are realizing that we are also getting there of course not as fast as other nations but to end up and so uh, we say that career readiness involves both the academic and practical skills so Let's talk about you, right? Do you think you're able to communicate? How, what do you think is good communication skills in terms of in a workplace or even in personal relationships? So, Anne, you are telling me about your soft skills. So, let's talk about communication. How is your communication? I think you you, you told me a while ago you are an introvert and how do you navigate that? Because of course in the workplace you have to talk to people. Thank you. Uh I think the good thing about being an introvert is that you are very good at listening. You are able to listen and understand what the other person is saying. That is what uh let me say makes me somehow good in communication because I'm able to listen carefully to what someone else is saying and understand their point very well. But I think where I lean to, I sh- think I should really try on is about now getting to learn how to share my ideas on my own yeah that's what i can say 
Well, that's interesting. And Anu has joined us. So I think I realized for me, I didn't need to learn how to talk, but rather I needed to learn how to know when to talk. I think some of the challenges I faced in my first months of work, seeing as you face, for example, I could have known how to talk better to people, how to be kinder when I'm angry and stuff like that. And that's some of the things people need to learn, right? And I know you've always been soft-spoken, I think. So do you think that's like a skill you learned or is it like your personality that that led you there? Okay. Um, I do tell people which are very sensitive to how people feel from my, the words I direct to them. Uh, very fast, I try to... Very fast, I try to... If maybe I realize a word I've heard, maybe imeku, be soft, I try to kind of calm it down as immediately as possible, not unless na feel you to is not sensitive to how I feel. Ama maybe tumezoyana, na maybe sija get that I pissed you off. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, it goes to show that other than being career ready, getting the papers, there's a lot that goes into preparing for a career. You find out in, in any interview, questions like, how are you good under pressure? Yeah. People usually assume is, oh, if there's a lot of work to be done, will you be able to put in extra work will you be able no sometimes pressure is when someone is pissing you off in the office and you have to maintain a level level head in order to deal with this person and that's some of the time we take these skills for granted but these are skills that need to be developed way before you join the workplace because honestly i feel like if it was in a different organization i could have lost my job in the first three months right yes but because i, ha- I can't lie later pop has a lot of grace not only to the you know, students, but also to me as an employee, because man, eh, <laughs> I didn't have those skills. And um, another soft skill that is very, very crucial is creative thinking. Now, we are living in a world where there are so many problems, but then again, we have to come up with very innovative solutions. And people actually think, oh, if you're not creative, you're not creative. I don't think that's true. I feel like every human being who has, you know, the normal intelligence and IQ of 100 has the capacity to solve problems. What you need to do is to learn or rather cultivate the, the culture within you to actually think about problems strategically, right? It's our human nature. I want to go crazy. I want to lose my mind. I want to think, oh my God, this is big. This is. But when you teach yourself, okay, this is the problem. Why did this problem come along? Why? What are some of the solutions I do? If you teach your mind to work in that way, you become more creative. Because now you're not feeling, oh, pressure. I'm not good enough. And I think Danu, this is something I'd want to, you know, to to ask you because I've, I've worked with you for I think over a year Sai, and I've seen Kitambo you would take a very long time before you gave a solution to a problem uh, do you want to tell us why because I knew you had the solutions do you feel like there's a, something that was kind of holding you back to be part of the people who are you know giving the solutions okay I have a tendency to try to learn system and be sure before I take a step because you can start criticizing our process uh, not because, okay, maybe because you don't have adequate information about why this, what, this is happening this way. Uh, at some other point, I think 
uh, having worked or, or Reosa worked in private sector whereby you try to criticize some of the policies or measures put in place it's like you are actually just criticizing the everything so you are you are you are as an activist when i asked myself questions ah, could it be that i'm fresh from the school and vitu za class na reality are quite different stuff so getting into my new job at later pop i had to be very careful when like suggesting change or solutions i can see they can really uh, benefit the organization or even impact very positively on our client yeah i think that's that's quite a skill that i am learning to uh, like implement in my own life i think most of the time people call me a spitfire because mimi now nikiona the bigger picture <laughs> i might flash through the details and i'm quickly learning when well, that is a strength because not so many people can be able to think on their feet like you're given a, sol- a problem and you're told give us the solution there are people like that who want to take a step back analyze the solution but for me once i see the bigger picture i usually run run with it but i'm quickly learning that i need a balance unelewa you need to balance to be able to think on your feet because some problems need you to think on your feet but you also need to be the kind of person or rather in our workspace the kind of person who takes steps back listens to opinions and comes up with them most optimal solution and one thing i love about people like how i approach life is that at any means there's always something good about the solution i've done so what i have given so what usually happens is maybe i need to now after i've given a solution to take a step back and think okay this solution is good but how can i improve it to for it to be the most optimal and um i think we've pretty much covered what it means to be career ready so when you girls took you ambia learning communication skills learning how to negotiate learning how to be a problem solver please do not take it for granted some of these things and i'm telling you not many companies could have given me the space i needed to learn because no company wants to start from scratch I mean how many bosses could have dealt with half of the things Moses dealt with with me not many have that patience because those were hours being taken away from productivity what they are actually paying me to do right so some of these things soft skills can speak even louder than your academics right and these things are not easy to acquire and they are not you know we take for granted oh I know I'm a good communicator but that's it it actually takes a lot of consciousness to stop screaming or shouting at Danu right it could be even my personality that I'm a loud speaker but once I come to the workplace I'm dealing with people who are very soft spoken who people are, who are older than me people who are maybe you know it took time right sometimes i'm too excited about something and i'm like hey nee, nee, nee. and that's how person thinks oh she's been aggressive right so the process of teaching my mind to stop think how will danu see this from her perspective right and before we start working we are usually in a like work the workplace is a social you know social space right so we cannot say oh it's prof it's work 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 you have to be able to be good with people so that you can be a team player so that you can be someone who's open to opinions most of you i know are taking degree courses you might find yourself working in a company ya muindi whereby you are the only degree holder there 
and at the same time wewe ndo the, the the most junior staff there how will you address the people you are dealing with there okay at some point i felt that the fact that i joined i went to mama lucy uh like out of the i don't know around uh, eight counselors who were there mm-hmm. i was the only degree holder there and at the same time i was uh, also okay you see so wide gaps which need to be filled yet you don't have the skill to 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 navigate or else to to deal with people to an, in such a manner that they don't feel intimidated is a factor also to look at because you will get a job you are desperate for a job wajiriwe na security company as a communications do whatever and the people you are dealing with there some have not even gone to up to form 4 then you have like wengine wapate wakona cheo pale they are very influential in the company where when a degree zako you go there and like you want to make them feel like they are they are inadequate in some manner so how you deal with people how you address people matters a lot oh yes so, yeah, and i think some of you and um the good grades man you find a babe with very good grades they have second upper but in person you're a nasty person you know i remember there's something my mom used to tell me and that was don't be the kind of person people i don't like you know wana semanga ogopa huyo demo because that dem huyo demo anaweza kuambia kitu yote that's not like a good reputation to have right because you find you one day and thank god uh, my boss is in the house he can tell us about this he has worked for much longer than me and he keeps on telling us Jacinta that the people who are around you are actually your network there are some of the girls in the program and we are telling you this from love you need to change your attitude because assuming that you've been called by UN and they tell you oh you know we are having say we want nurses to work in south sudan because there is a lot of need there give us three of your best wao unajua kuna watu wezi chukua because you know who you at kama grade ni poa no you see what i'm saying will tarnish my name yeah. you will tarnish not only your name but also the organization's name because your attitude does not meet your grades you're really good in class but with interpersonal soft skills haziko right and so moses is here he can tell us you know we are talking about career readiness in terms of soft skills like communication how you relate with people how as a person you're dynamic in the workplace so what do you think you can tell the girls Uh, thank you so much uh, and I'm glad to be part of this um, my input is very simple uh, your network begins uh, right from when you start your studies any person you meet on the way is a resource in future so uh, the, the, the implication is uh, you just need to be good ishi vizuri na wengine whether your colleagues colleague student your friends and all that so that they are free or they will be free to refer you anywhere else so when it's not necessary don't be in conflict with anyone just be friends create more and more network the bigger is the better for you it's as simple yes so as he has said your network is like your network and um now we can go to the next segment and i think this is the last segment and we are going to talk about um now the academic part
which kind of qualifications do you need to be career ready and um part of the efforts we are doing as the department to ensure the girls you guys are well prepared is that we are trying to come we encourage you to do extra stuff in school for example and when we came to your f- f- mentorship we we explored the the field you're in and you told us you want to be an extension extensionist right honestly we try as the organization to give you the resources but ultimately it's up to you girls to do the heavy lifting for example i have i don't have much knowledge in the field of agriculture it means you as and have to hustle for yourself go to these departments in your school ask them other than the this degree i have what else can i do and i like that you joined a club which you're telling me will be is very practical right and i think that's another thing or rather my first point is that you need to be to do like an extensive research on your field right so if you've decided you want to be an agriculture person you want to know why agriculture what are some of the stre- trends that are happening in agriculture where is my community in the global agricultural space for example i know kenya has a lot of potential in terms of agriculture we have a very rich land but then again we buy food from countries like egypt which is 90% of a desert so as an you should be able to sit down and ask what is egypt doing that kenya is not doing and how can i because of course we change an industry pekeako but you can change a community right and uh, i know over over i don't know it if you guys you know kisaju farm i was watching their story on david's and chatrif page and this is a very young man i think he's now just turning 29 or something and he talks about how there's this piece of land literally in kajado and kajado is not really known for how fertile it is right and so he thought oh there's this huge land piece of land in kajado and what can i do or what are some of the things that i can do to turn this land you know things like land reclamation and he he inter- he integrates technology creativity to come up with this farm which is multi uh, you know multifunctional there's a part where there are chickens pigs bees you know and it's a really really nice It's like an oasis in the middle of a desert literally. Kajado is known for it being dry, but he has managed to bring out Kisaju farm which is now giving him good money. So, I think step 1, you need to research if you want to be an accountant, what are some of the trends? How is technology to what extent is technology affecting the industry I mean? And how can I align myself to be able to write? For example, what umnafanya become and you you want to be accountants. You don't need to wait to finish, you know, to finish your degree to start learning how to use QuickBooks, which is one of the biggest trends in the field. And now you guys have laptops. You can practice. Go to YouTube, learn how to use QuickBooks, you know, volunteer. So, and how do you think So, how far are you currently with the club and what do you think it's helping you learn about agriculture? Uh, thank you. and that this especially i thank becky because it came from her she encouraged us to try and find out these extra skills that we can acquire that would help us so i thought of joining this agricultural organization in our school yes it's called aesa and sofa we 
they mostly gather us up and bring people who talk to us about agricultural skills and agricultural development in our country and other countries yes and they tell us where at which point we are at Kenya and what we do to improve it also takes us on tours in these agricultural centers such as Delamere and we see for ourselves things which we are being taught at school this has really helped us especially in gaining practical skills which are mostly not taught in class yes yeah that's that's super interesting and i think i wish i had me when i was in campo because then ningefanya a lot of volunteer a lot of you know clubs and these things in KU there is Kuesa which i think is there for economic students but i'm sure there are other clubs in your schools which align with your degrees and it might look like oh why am i not doing that or why am i doing it now but it's until you go now to the uh, you know job market when you're being asked for 10 years of experience and you just graduated and you're like wow where will i start but for you if for now you've told me you've visited Delamere right so you are about to visit so you can even talk about you told me you have a project back at home sai where you're using some of the things you learned to help your family become better in farming and so i'm assuming if you want to apply for a job at the ministry of agriculture and they ask you do you have any experience you say yes for the past 5 years i've been managing my family farms and these are some of the te- you know techniques i've learned in class that i've implemented and do you remember i think we agreed there's a new technology i had seen with agriculture that i told you to check out it's hydro yes it's called hydroponics whereby you plant yes you plant your crops on let me say water that has been added minerals in it so that it, you don't need to use soil anymore to grow whatever it is that you want because now soil is becoming scarce land is becoming very little so with the use of this new technology of using water that has been added minerals with i think we can go far as a country and um yeah i think that's something we have agreed on that you know getting the practical skills through volunteer like Mary said how being doing things practically i hear people saying oh nitatoa up internships you need to fanya nini look within your community so many of these companies when ukiambia mimi nitawafanyia tu for the paper without you paying me they are very welcome to it right but in the end you realize when you are applying for a job and you say i have four years of experience right that then it becomes very easy for you to get a job right and even people what people fail to understand even medicine when you do medical i think in akwanga two years two years in the medical years i usually practice you call in that they it's called residency or something yeah doctors actually it's part of their their qualification but some of us we have to go the extra mile after the class and do this work 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 right you can have someone maybe you'll graduate at 22 right but because you've done two years of helping your family out with the farm being the primary manager of that farm changing even the way you people do farming you can comfortably apply for a job that's asking for two years of experience with you've just graduated right and when they ask you can tell them yo between from the time i joined my degree to this point every year i have been managing my family my, my, you know um 
my family uh, farm and we went from producing 10 uh, gunias of maize and because I brought in now the real technique we are, my family is able to provide to produce 50 right mm-hmm. let me say something about okay that. okay now about the issue of experience rebecca i, I think i've shared with you severally that uh, uh when i finished my campus like uh, i work i worked for like six months then from there i got uh, expectant and i had like i could not go daily I lost the contract, as I had told you earlier. So I had to, I decided to have experience. So imagine I was going to Mama Lucy every Thursday from Sambili, I'd around noon, then I go home. Every Thursday, they were, they were assured of my presence. So I want you to, 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 to calculate going to a place every Thursday. And then those people gives you an experience of three years just because you have been consistent. And if, if anything, you happen to be absent maybe for two or three months, they still remember that Jacinda does come when she gets time. Even at the point when I got something to do, I, I would uh, sneak in for meetings which used to happen for youths on Saturdays. So when they were writing for me an experience of three years, it wasn't a lie, you know. And at the same time, you have learned how maybe to coordinate this and that in the process. So you don't need like to have a tea, you are on a long all day, I don't know for how long. You can even look at your, your timetable, then you get there like, now like identify a farm around your school, where maybe they are assured of your presence, maybe every uh, afternoon, of th- every Thursday, every afternoon, maybe of every Tuesday. Then by the end of the day, like, you find out that when they are doing a recommendation for you, like they know you, you have decided to get this experience. So the issue of experience, I know, is a big challenge for most of us, but it's only that we waste a lot of time in the campus doing nothing specifically. So if we can take advantage of the breaks in between, maybe within your timetable, to do something which like enriches your CV, the better. Yeah, so I think as we conclude, we can all agree that we have to take control of our careers as soon as we decide what we want to do. Don't sit there saying, oh, but hakuna kazi Kenya. Iko, because watu hakuna kazi, right? It just means you have to position yourself in a way that you become attractive to employers. I know of a friend of mine, very brilliant young woman. She has the first class. She did all these practicals. And I remember she got a job offer from Inetua World E. IMF, what is it? They literally came to look for her, right? Because she was these are symposiums Zake, you mini kenda dunda should be like ah zi ended too and she would be active, she will come up with ideas and you know employers are seeing they're seeing this is an energetic woman who's creative. So Walikwan she had an offer from both I think equity and the bank. And so of course she took the bigger bank because why not? Pia Mimi, where the money is at <laughs> So guys, I encourage you to do everything you can. Don't just sit there and say, oh, nitatoa wapi. If you're doing it on start, right, you can find a way to incorporate what you're learning into you having experience. Your church, you can tell them, can I be the one to manage your finances? Can I help you to plan, right? This is volunteering. It's also gaining experience. Have fun in campo. I usually tell people, please see waste your campus here, locking yourself out, not going out to experience the world. But in as much as you're experiencing the world, make sure you have experience peer in terms of work. Because Kenya peer is checking too, right? And we want all of you, if not if you'll be able to gain employment, right? And I told you, 
employers don't start from scratch they don't teach you how to dress they don't teach you how to you know working hours they don't teach you how to communicate with people respond they don't want that they would rather pay someone who what earns ana 200,000 kuliko kwanza na wewe because they don't even know if you have the capacity to learn but you can control the skills you have before you get now there into the workspace and with that guys thank you so much for tuning in we are so psyched about this coming months because we i think a lot of things have settled now we'll be able to record more consistently and with that said please be expecting um our um, our podcast to be uploaded every first day of the month and every um, and the every 15th right so you guys bye bye to such an honor having uh, an here thank you so much for all the efforts you're doing it's because of girls like you that we are here and it gives us a lot of joy to see that mnachua what we are telling you and what putting it into practice best believe something comes in terms of agriculture you're definitely at the top of our list to go and send you to represent the organization right danu any closing words Okay, next time we would wish to have another woven student. If you can maybe we know mkono kama unatamani kuwa part of this show. <laughs> yes, yeah, so before Anne gives us our final comments, we are going to give you an assignment. That each and every one of you we are going to send out a questionnaire. We are going to ask several thing questions pertaining to some things we've discussed and everyone is expected to reply to those you know to reply to those questionnaires it will be on google sheet so you can't cheat it will show your name and uh we are going to use different questions so don't even think about cheating from your friends because we need to get you guys you girls to listen to this and with that i wish you all the best for the coming weeks and see you in the next episode bye bye i will first start by thanking jacinta and becky so much for this chance I don't take it for granted and I would lastly like to urge us all to really listen to these podcasts. Yes, I think they are the ones which are able to help us open our eyes to what is happening out there, the things that we really do not understand, we are able to understand them. Now.